So I am looking forward to God doing exactly what you have confessed. This morning, our subject is prayer preparation. Our subject is prayer preparation. Now, I may anticipate that you might not jump up, run around, do jumping jacks. You might not get all excited over what I'm going to give you. But I do promise you if that you will embrace the word that's going to be shared. You are going to experience some supernatural things happening in the midst of you. Are you hearing me this morning? In, in Acts chapter 12, and just for context, we're going to start with verse number 1. Acts 12 and 1. Now about that time, Herod the king stretched out his hand to harass some from the church. Now could you imagine if somebody in the United States of America, since that is where we live, could you imagine if someone started to threaten those of us that are part of IFWC and started to harass us, make threats towards us? Then he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. Imagine somebody lost their life just because of their faith. Are you all still with me? Verse number three, and because he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to seize Peter also. Now, he got excited because of the response of the people over him killing James that he decided, I need to get another one. And so he began to pursue Peter to take Peter's life. Now, it was during the days of unleavened bread, verse 4, so when he had arrested him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four squads of soldiers to keep him, intended to bring him before the people after Passover. Four squads of soldiers mean there were 16 people total guarding him. 16 total people guarding the one person, Peter, to make sure that Peter would not escape out of the prison and would, uh, so that he would meet the consequences that Herod wanted to deliver to him. Verse 5, Peter was therefore kept in prison, but constant prayer. Somebody say constant prayer. prayer. Somebody say constant prayer. But constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church. And when Herod was about to bring him out, that night Peter was sleeping, bound with two chains between two soldiers, and the guards before the door were keeping the prison. Usually when a, uh, when a person was in prison, the uh, person that's in prison, they are usually t- chained to the soldier that's watching them by wrist. And because it was Peter and he wanted to make sure Peter would not escape, so he chained Peter to both soldiers so that both of his wrists was connected to a, a, another individual. You got a picture of this? Very important for us to have the picture in mind what was taking place. So here it is. He was bound in these chains between two soldiers and the guards before the door were keeping the prison. Now behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him and a light shone in the prison And he struck Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise quickly. Tell your neighbor, Arise quickly. quickly. 
tell the person on the other side, you might need to move quickly. See, there are some things that God may want to do, and he may want to do it quickly. But if you still want to drag around sleeping and you don't have no movement in you, you might miss out on the move of God. So he said, arise quickly. Peter, I don't have a whole lot of time to explain what's going on. I need you to trust the God you serve and arise quickly. Do this quickly. Don't try to figure it out. Don't try to comprehend it with your head. Oh, rise quickly. And his chains fell off his hands. Then the angel said to him, gird yourself and tie on your sandals. And so he did. And he said to him, put on your garment and follow me. So he went out and followed him and did not know that what was done by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing a vision. So here's the man of God having a moment with God, and he doesn't even recognize the moment with God is a real moment. He thinks it's a vision. Is it possible for us to be serving God, worshiping God, praising God, and not even understand the God we're worshiping, the God we're serving, the God we're praising? It's giving us a real moment, but we don't even recognize it. Tell your neighbor, this is prayer preparation. Tell somebody else, this is prayer preparation. And some of us don't even like to pray. Oh, by the way, we have 21 days of prayer coming up. You see how I only got like four excitement over there? You announce there's going to be something with prayer, and I promise you the crowd just shrinks. Yet we can see that real moments happen as a result of prayer. Real things happen in the lives of people when prayer goes forth. I pray that you would participate and join us in our 21 days of prayer. Notice that we are not making you, we're not requiring of you, but we do want you fast all negativity. Doing our 21 days of prayer. As a matter of fact, guys, y'all remember while we, was in, while we was in Cape Verde, there was these two words that we saw everywhere we went. Everything we looked at, these two words was on there. Can y'all scream it out to me if you remember? Come on, can y'all do it again so that everybody can hear you? No See, they decided, they made a decision, a conscious mark in their mind that regardless of their situations or circumstance, they're not going to have any stress. No stress. No stress. So no negativity these 21 days. Negativity brings stress. No negativity. Fast it. Every time somebody bring you something negative, say, oh, no, 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 I'm fasting all that. Fasting that. You might have to get me with me in 22 days. 
but these 21, you can't bother me because I can't have anything saturate my spirit that's going to bring negativity when I'm trying to lock in and focus my prayer. Mm-hmm. Where did I stop? What verse did I stop on? Verse 9. So he went out and followed him and did not know that what was done by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing a vision. When they were past the first and second guard posts, they came to the iron gate that leads to the city, which opened to them of its own accord. And they went out and went down one street and immediately the angel departed from him. Notice that the angel started the journey with him, and when the angel got him to the place he needed him to be, the angel departed him. No, 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 don't do it. Don't, don't, don't take a different journey. Stay with the story. Verse 11, and when Peter had come to himself, and when Peter had come to himself. And when Peter had come to himself, I'm here to tell some of you this morning that the Lord Jesus needs you to come to yourself. Stop letting other selves try to determine to you who yourself is when they don't have a clue about you. The story says when he came to himself, there are times that you and I, we need to leave all other selves and come to ourselves. Sometimes you got to cut off people who thought they could run with you and hang with you. You got to come to yourself and realize they not good for you. But you only realize that when you come to yourself, you'll never come to yourself if you won't separate yourself. You don't come to yourself being in a crowd. You come to yourself when you are alone, when you get by yourself. Notice Peter was by himself now. And when Peter had come to himself, he said, Now I know for certain that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me from the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the Jewish people. So when he had considered this, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathered together. What were they doing there? What were they doing there? What were they doing there? Notice the individuals were gathered together in the house and they were praying. They were praying for Peter. The individuals who had gathered together in the house gathered together for prayer. They didn't gather together to talk about what was going on. They didn't gather together to talk about who was around and who's not around. They gathered together for prayer. Because when you prepare yourself in prayer, you produce power for God to move. And one of the things that I believe is happening to the church of the United States of America, there is a lack of prayer. 
And because there's a lack of prayer, there is no power for God to move. But there has to be some preparation. Somebody has to be willing to prepare themselves. So they had gathered together praying. And as Peter knocked at the door of the gate, as Peter had knocked at the door of the gate, a girl named Rhoda came to answer. When she recognized Peter's voice, because of her gladness, she did not open the gate, but ran in and announced that Peter stood before the gate. But they said to her, <laughs> but they said to her, Lord have mercy, you are beside yourself. Rhoda, you crazy. Rhoda, you cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Rhoda, you done lost your ever-living mind. How dare you come in here, break up the prayer meeting, knowing that we are interceding and praying for Peter, and come tell us, Peter at the gate. <laughs> oh, Lord, help us. By the way, if you're not going to believe what you pray to come to pass, please stop praying. If you're not going to believe what you're praying will come to pass, don't you pray. How you going to be all surprised that your prayer works? You crazy. What make you think that happened? Weren't we just praying? <laughs> Hadn't we been gathering together to pray for this to happen? Now here's why. Watch this. Here's why, Lord, thank you. Here's why they did not receive from Rhoda. Rhoda was a slave girl in Mary's house. <laughs> See, people will try to size you up and look at you based on where they think you came from, based on what they think you look like. You don't fit the bill. You don't play the part. You don't look the part to really know spiritual stuff. You don't even act spiritual. When we see you, we always see you out there cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But here you come talking spiritual. Like God can only talk to me. God ain't going to talk to you, you little slave girl. Not understanding that maybe the slave girl, as a result of her slavery, cultivated and, and made a very intimate relationship with God. And because of her intimate relationship with God, she was able to be delivered out of her slavery, even though she was still enslaved. People will try to size you up. They'll try to, you, you don't know, you're not even well educated. You don't, you don't even know how to pronounce the words that's in the Bible right. Oh 
I did say I got a couple of weeks for you, right? I got you for a couple of weeks, so, so we got some time to get down with this. So watch this, watch this. Verse 14, when she recognized Peter's voice because of her gladness, she did not open the gate but ran in and announced that Peter stood before the gate. But they said to her, you are beside yourself. Yet she kept insisting that it was so. So they said, it is his angel. Notice, they gathered together in prayer to get him released. They done got the answer to prayer. And it's at the door. <laughs> My title this morning is Open the Door. There are numerous things you and I have been praying about and it has come to the door. <laughs> You've been praying, fasting, crying out to God about it, and it's already made it to the door, but you haven't opened the door. I, this might disturb you, but I am going to say it. Prayer does not open the door. Prayer does not open the door. Prayer gets it to the door. You got to open the door. If you don't open the door, the very thing you've been praying about and praying for will never be with you. It will be on the outside of the door waiting on you to open it while you in there talking about, God, why won't you come through for me? Oh, God, I heard you say you were going to do it for me. You on the inside down sitting about what God was going to do and what God is going to do. And God's already done the thing. And he's saying, open the door. It's at the door for you. They delivered the package two weeks ago. You didn't even look outside the door to see if the package arrived yet. You thought the package was supposed to look like this. And because you don't like the package, I sent it in. Oh, yeah, I know you wanted him to be white, but I sent him brown skin. I know you wanted her to be fine as wine and dark as sweet juices. But I sent her light and white. I just want a woman of God and God sends her to the door and you look out the door and you like, she don't look like I was praying for. Maybe you had the colors all wrong. I just need a man of God to help me with my family. To help. And God sends a man of God to you. At the door. And you get to the door. Oh, no, he fat and silly looking. It's not that God won't answer your prayer. Maybe your discernment is just way off. <laughs> when God gives me the desires of my heart, well, God is the one who put the desires in your heart. And sometimes he knows exactly what you don't need. 
He gave you the last one you were praying about. Selah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. We say no more about that. <laughs> Verse 16, now Peter continued knocking, and when they opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. Tell your neighbor, open the door. Come on, if you don't mind, just push that person in front of you. Tell them, open the door. How many things have God tried to get to you and I as a result of our requests in prayer and we wouldn't open the door? Because we think that prayer has the responsibility to open the door. No, Prayer has the responsibility to get it to the door. The responsibility to open the door, that action is on you and I. Is there things I've prayed for that I trusted God for, that I believe God for, and God wanted me to have it, and he sent it to me? And I did not bother open the door because I thought my prayer should make it manifest. And my prayer did manifest it. I just didn't take the corresponding action to work with it and say, come on, let me see what my prayer produced. There are some things that there are people sitting in here today still praying about that's already at the door. And all they need to do is open the door. Open the door. Listen to me, guys. Listen to me. There are times that you and I, you and I, we may look like a fool to people because of our prayer life, because of how we trust God, because of how we depend on God, because of how we rely on God, because of our faith in God. You may look like you crazy to people. And if you can't handle people talking about how crazy you are, just like they talked about Rhoda. Rhoda, you crazy. You lost your mind. And Rhoda simply, well, I just been believing what we were praying. Now here's the beautiful thing. Watch this. Rhoda had faith enough to believe the prayer. Rhoda had faith enough to hear the prayer. Rhoda had faith enough to receive the prayer. Rhoda also had faith enough that she could recognize the voice of the one they were praying for. But Rhoda didn't have faith enough to... We got too many people sitting in church that's got a whole lot of faith to do a whole lot of things except open the door. God has packed you with things on the inside of you and you won't even open the door to discover what it is, even though you've been praying about it for years. 
And all he wants you to do is to take a corresponding action and open the door. Nobody else going to open the door. Let me tell you something. If you can't get the door open, maybe Rhoda didn't know how to open the door. Well, bless God, just kick the door. I want whatever's on the other side of the door that I done prayed for, and this door got to open, I'm going to kick it open. But we got too many saints. We got too many saints. They all, oh, they so spiritual. They so spiritual. Oh, bless God. Oh, Lord, how good you are. You've been so good to me, Lord. Oh, Lord. Hey, 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 hey. Makabasha. Woo, Jesus, you've been so wonderful. Why don't you stop praying and open the door? You still talking, but you ain't doing nothing. I know God's going to come through for me. He done came through. Open the door. Don't you dare let another person close the door on you and tell you, King, I'm coming through the door. I've been praying about this door. That job that they said you couldn't have, you, you, what? I can't have the job? Oh, you didn't know I was praying about the job. The job's at the door. Oh, I'm opening the door. I'm going to open the door. What, what? You said I can't be healed. Why? Why is that your, why is that your story to me that I can't be healed? Who gave you the authority over my life? No, 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 no. You don't get the final say in my life. The word of God is the final authority in my life. Just because you don't know what to do. I know you're the doctor, but just because you don't know what to do, I've already prayed and he brought it to the door. So I'm going to just open the door for healing to come in. Well, I don't see how it's going to happen for you. I don't see how you're going to be able to do that. I don't see how you're going to be able to do that. Well, nobody asked you to see it. The only person got to see it is me. And I believe I received when I prayed. So I didn't get confused in my prayer life that now all of a sudden because you can't see it, I don't believe it. Well, my faith is not built on what you see. My faith is built on what I see. Tell your neighbor, open the door. Tell that person on the other side, can you just let them know, open the door. What God has for you, it has been at the door for some time. And all you need to do is open the door. If you will open the door, you will find your request sitting right there waiting on you. But you got to do some action. The Bible says, Faith without works is Don't tell me how much faith you got if you're not willing to show me your faith. There should be some corresponding action. If you believe you received when you pray, open the door. I'm out of time, not out of word. Man, that's all the time I had this morning. I've been gone two weeks, y'all. Y'all know I came. Ooh, I can hold it. I can hold it. Hold my mule. Got to hold my mule.
because I need to let you know there are some effects of prayer that you and I got to understand, boy. When you pray, there are some effects. I don't care what you see. I don't care what you see. I don't care if it doesn't look like anything happened when you pray. You better know, when I pray, God heard me. See, some people don't understand. They give God a bad rap about his nature when they don't understand who he is. When a child of God prays, God hears them when they pray. And in particular, when you pray according to his will and according to his word. Never should a child of God be praying if it be thy will. Never should a child of God be praying if it be thy will. His word and his will are one. So when you pray his word, you pray his will. So you got his will on the matter. God, if it's your will, heal me. The devil is a lie. It is the will of God for me to be healed. So God, I receive my healing now. According to your will and your word. I got to stop. I feel good. I feel good. Ooh. Listen, don't let anybody pray for you that don't believe their own prayer. Don't you let a soul put their hand on your body and they don't even believe what they praying going to happen. I don't need a witch. Witches hope what they say happen. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't have witches trying to talk to God for me. You don't even know you got some authority and power. Come on, y'all better stand up. Y'all better stand up. I'm going to keep going, y'all. 